Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good weekend and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we're going to be talking about the patch notes that came in, some of the drama that happened with those, how I feel about them. It's going to be a little bit longer of an episode, but I'm also going to be covering the Hoarder's Hunt Week 2. So stay tuned at the end of the episode for that. Uh, if you happen to hear any weird little noises, by the way, I had to record the uh, the intro here afterwards because I noticed that uh, I messed up on the sourcing on this. So if you hear any weird beeps or boops or blops, um, those were my computer trying to update Adobe uh, while I was recording. And I typically record silent. But uh, if you hear those, just ignore them. Pretend I'm a professional podcaster and that this is definitely my only job it's not my only job, but uh, anyway, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let's get into it. But before I get into any of that, I have to thank the patrons because they're the ones that went over to Keelhauled Podcast uh, Patreon. They're the ones that went to patreon.com forward slash Keelhauled Podcast. That's how I say it. And they are showing their support. They're the ones that are looking forward to the upcoming episode with the patrons at the end of each month. That is on the last saturday before the final monday of a month so if there is a monday that is the last monday of that month the saturday prior to that at 1 p.m pacific standard time 4 p.m eastern standard time 9 p.m uh british summertime i believe it's eight plus one yeah nine uh that is when those are happening um, if you have any questions, you have to join the Discord to be able to get into uh, to see the event for that. Uh, you have to be a patron to be able to get access to the channel uh, where we talk and uh, uh, join up to record for that episode. But I want to thank the patrons because they are supporting it. They are helping me get to SOT Fest. They are being very kind and generous. I cannot thank them enough, but I'm going to say their names here because I want to make them known to everyone. So if you happen to see them out on the seas, you can thank them for me. So, thank you to People's Republic, L Cute, Balls, Bam Bam Bagel, Captain Chonky, Chateau Neuf, welcome back Chateau, it's good to see you, Super Pack, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mirror, Davram TV, who refuses to come to the episode's recording, I don't know why, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Godhammer 6, Trickster, Jabaro 5, Jorby Jorbs, Carl Embo, Kazia the Aficionado, Nightstar, Lumpy SRQ, Evil Morpheus, Michael V, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Norwegian, Raja the Brave, Registella, Replicated Flame, Rust Belt Kid, Scamelt 666, Captain Dasm, Tommy D, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Captain J Rat of the Flaming Cold Sore, the Lore Chronologist Deadeye Dre, Hegrowl, Jeff H, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, e sorry, Evil Mar Evil Martha, I like that better, Evil Martha, uh, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam, wow, thank you all so much for your love, for your support, I love when I get to see you. Uh, chatting. I love when you hit me up randomly and be like, hey, how's it going? I've missed out on Sea of Thieves, but I'm still listening and I need to figure out how the heck I'm supposed to do this uh, mystery. Is it even still going? Even though you just talked about the first week. Thank you, Rust Belt. Love you guys all. Let's get into the episode. 
first up on today's docket let's cover the patch notes we'll talk about the uh the the mystery later on um but i just wanted to first off say uh again thank you to the patrons for the gift that they gave me with the the uh, oled switch i've been having a ton of blast zelda has still been a ton of fun i i oh, it's such a good game such a fantastic game but there's so much to play uh and i've been hunting down these doubloons i've been trying to hunt down a doubloon i haven't found it so um, I'll be covering that a little bit, but let's talk about the um, let's talk about the patch notes. So this was uh, 2.8.2, which is uh, palindrome, if I'm correct. Um, and we've got some pirate emporium stuff that came in. So obviously we're still season nine, and uh, it's been a very interesting season nine. I think this is probably one of the the nicest patches I think we've gotten as far as um, fixes to games uh stability is as far as i guess even just the i don't know it feels like the the world is definitely a lot more alive like having those six ships really does make a difference but um to get into the actual uh, pirate emporium aspect of it the costumes are now out for the pirates of the caribbean so the tia doma costumes out there um it looks great i i probably won't um be be picking it up for obvious reasons i i don't really need it uh but it does include the bon voyage emote and the summon apparition of a galleon and then send it away on its way across the horizon. So if you've played through um, the Pirate's Life Tall Tales, uh, you'll you'll know what this is about. Uh, as far as like Tia Doma, she she always has that kind of like little ghostly apparition of a galleon. And then she pushes it through the uh, the kind of little portal. Um, so you now be able to do that using the the costume. Uh, there's also red, uh, the red costume, and that's R E D D. Um, that is is now out. And uh, red is a very interesting character because not I can't imagine unless you actually have gone to uh, see the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland or Disney World. Uh, or I guess like maybe Disney France. I don't I don't know if they have it in. Uh, they probably do have her in, in Disney France or Disney Japan. All the different Disneys across the world. So I imagine if you haven't been to one of those, you probably don't know who Red is because she wasn't featured in the tall the uh, Tall Tales for Pirates Life. But uh, she is a character who's gone oh, gone through quite a transformation over the the years, um, and she's uh, become a lot more closer to the Anne Bonnie, uh, if I recall, the the basis for what her character was, uh, much, much less a, a, a woman of the night and a lot more now a, a bloodthirsty captain. And uh, it's it's kind of cool to see. Um, and I think I even, I even saw recently, I was looking into her history um, to try and dig it up for some some folks. And it turns out that they've actually got a character actor now uh, who walks around as Red uh, in the Pirates of the Caribbean area, as well as the um, oh, the Louisiana district, I think is what they call it. I can't remember. It's actually been quite a while since I've been to Disneyland, so I'm, I'm, struggling, or I'm struggling to remember what the different areas are over there, if they're even still there uh, at this point. But the red costume, which is a fantastic pirate costume, by the way, uh, is now available. Um, you can now uh, use the red heckle emote which i think is fantastic uh and it also says here in the pirate in the, the patch notes a pirate can always spot the true treasure at an auction and it won't be laying eggs um which is kind of funny it's a it's a good reference to the 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 heckling of the the pirates um that used to heckle the auctioneer for uh when he was um auctioning off wives in the original iteration of the pirates uh of the caribbean ride um, now red has the heckle and, uh, the comment is about the chickens and stuff. Um, really nice. Uh, they've also got the Cutler Beckett costume, which if you remember 
Cutler Beckett, part of the uh, second and third films. Um, very good villain, actually. I, I can't remember what his name is, but he, I remember him being um, a really good character in uh, Pride and Prejudice as well, too. Uh, really, really just love him as an as an actor. But uh, the Cutler Beckett is uh, a costume you can now don. Uh, again, a very piratey, if if not a very English uh, naval kind of thing. You know, obviously uh, Cutler Beckett, part of the East India Trading Company, um, the influence to the the Grand Maritime Union uh, there. And um, this is one that I actually really like because you get you get the civilized drink emote, <laughs> which is just so great because it's it's such a like uh, it has like this pompous nature to it that I just I love. And if you love you know Cutler Beckett, then you know exactly which emote it is. Um, so I'm really happy to see that that come to the game. Uh, there's also the Castaway Cat which is a, a mystical Moggy that, uh, thanks in part to being dressed as Teodoma, uh, is as unpredictable as the sea, um, which is, is kind of funny. And they also have the uh, prominent prisoner, prisoner monkey, uh, which is, it's not the, oh, I'm blanking on the name of the type of monkey it was that was in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. It's not, it's not the exact monkey model uh, that we that I would have liked to have seen given especially given that um, we got the dog right we got the prison dog uh, I would have really have liked to have the the uh, same Jack uh, from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies that was the the monkey from there um, available but one of the interesting things about this is that um, the 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 relationship with Disney is not dead uh, in, in the sense that the pirate's life was just a one-off. This was a, a relationship built and uh, nurtured um, in that we are still getting access to a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean content, um, which I love. I, I love that they're willing to do that because it just means that there's more opportunities for people to uh, kind of dress up as their favorite Pirates of the Caribbean characters. You know, I, I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to, uh, to, you know, which ones they decide to bring in next, especially given how there are some very prominent characters that I think are missing currently, like Swan, Turner, Norrington, uh, Governor Swan, Rigetti, Pintel, um, even Gillette, uh, Cotton, I think, well, is Cotton? No, yeah, yeah, I think we have Cotton. I think we have Cotton, but I think Cotton is part of the uh, group set. Um, but we just, we, we have so many in in the game already but there's still some very big standouts uh like i really would love to see norrington brought in because jack davenport did such a good job with him um to to kind of see like some of those but there's just there's a lot you know I, there's so many good characters in pirates of the caribbean and to, to be able to have uh, more of those brought into the game i think would just it, it would be fun it would be really fun we've got uh, you know, the, the black pearl we've got, um, oh, uh, why am I blanking on the name of it? It's Davy Jones's ship. What is his ship called? You're yelling at me. I know. So you can stop yelling. I can't, I can't think with you yelling. It's the, uh, the Dutch, the Dutchman. No, the, ah, uh, uh, I can't, th again, you're still yelling at me. I, I know. 
I can't think of what it's called though. It's the um oh the flying Dutchman. I got it. See, I got it. It's fine. It's fine. It's the flying Dutchman. I knew it all along. I was just messing with you. Um, and if you believe that, I've got a, a great piece of property on the moon I can sell you too. Um, so with these costumes coming in, we've also got some additional stuff, which I okay, so the costumes are great, right? The cat's fine, the monkey's okay. Um, but the thing that I've really loved is actually the, the Sea of Thieves Pirate's Life trinkets. So there's three painting bundles that you can pick up. Uh, there's the portraits, which has uh, Jack Sparrow, Davy Jones, and Tia Doma, or Dalma, I guess. Maybe I'm saying it wrong, uh, that you can put up in your captain's ship. There's the Eternal Freedom, the Cursed Ferryman, and what lurks below paintings, which are fantastic as well. And then there's some of the... Um, it's like the stuff that they, they like the concept art that they had. Uh, so they've got a broken blade, uh, the Grotto's Horde, and the Bayou Beckons, uh, which it, all of them actually really are super good. I, I really like all of these. Um, I will probably be buying all of them because I got a couple ancient skellies uh, this weekend. So I'll probably justify the, the purchase of uh, that because I think it's like 230 and 150. So it was a three, three, about four. I got about four bucks this weekend. It was pretty awesome. Uh, so, but I, I, I definitely think um, I'm going to be picking up the rest of these. I've bought the painted portraits uh, and I've made it a mission that every time I go into a session, uh, whatever tavern I log or whatever tavern like I get into, right? It doesn't matter what tavern it is. It's usually plunder though. Um, I will go over to the three little trinket spots that they have in the tavern. And I will always make sure to put up at least one of the, the, the uh, pirate's life portraits. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's something, you know, I change it up. It's either Jack Sparrow or Davy Jones or Tia Doma, but Talma, Dama, uh, I have no clue how we should be saying that. Tia Dama is, I think the proper way. Um, but I, I will, I will typically put one of those up in the tavern in the hopes that whenever I sail off and I'm in the middle of doing something else, someone else will spawn into plunder outpost and be greeted by one of those three characters. And that's just, you know, they run over and they might see it and they may be like, Oh yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean was such a good series, man. Oh, I love that movie. I might go watch that later kind of thing you know like uh, you always kind of want to like you know leave a little thing that makes someone smile like later on it's like a tip uh but without having to be a tip because you you know you're just buying po portraits and stuff but i i really love those i i think they're great um and i'm and i'm glad that we're still getting some stuff from disney because i i think that we will get more stuff for disney in the future um i don't know for sure beyond what i think is hook uh will will actually come to fruition but I'm, I'm open to this relationship. I am open to seeing more Disney content come to Sea of Thieves. I think it's a perfect match. I think Sea of Thieves, I think the team over at Rare know how to show reverence for the source material um, while bringing it into the uh, Sea of Thieves world so that it, it fits naturally. And they do such a good job with that. Um, the only thing that I will, and I will talk for Caleb for this because it's something that will always bug him and always make him sad is the Davy Jones costume doesn't have the face of Davy Jones the way it is in the, like we don't have the the, the tentacles or the, the arms, whatever you want to call them, um, in the in the actual like costume itself. And I, I, I don't know what the choices were behind that, but I, I, I still hope that there is one day an opportunity for them to be able to bring 
the little squidly arm things, you know, with a key, because I think that would just, it would really just kind of uh, bring that that costume to life, and it would really feel natural, you know, there's, especially given how good some of the pirates are for the other characters that, that, that you know, you you happen to, to use the uh, infinite pirate generator, and you happen to roll a pirate, and when you put on that costume, it just looks spot on. Um, that, that it's it's one of those things that I think would really bring uh, Davy Jones's his costume to life. Um, but beyond that, we've got uh, a, a freebie that you should be logging into the Emporium to make sure you pick it up. Uh, this is the freebie ranting rogue emote. Um, this is one that I guess was actually available back in in season seven for a short period of time, as I was told on. I believe it was Twitter or Discord. Um, so it, th this was something where I, I posted about it. Somebody let me know that this was actually available early on. I don't know for how long it was. It might have been one of those short time things because if it was available before and I didn't get it, I'd be very surprised because I'm usually pretty good about picking up those free uh, promoted emotes, um, which makes me wonder if this was one of those accidental ones that was supposed to be swapped out for something else. But um, to let everyone know, there is a tankard's trick or tricks emote bundle that's out there uh if you're interested um grog's your favorite uh tipple and you know plenty of ways to fully appreciate its fabulous flavors uh show them off to your crew when performing these emotes and uh they're pretty good i like them um there is a blooming brigand brigand bundle uh that is available in the store for um it's either going to be the steam store or the microsoft store so make sure you're going to your respective stores uh, depending on where you own the copy uh, whether it be the windows store on xbox or the the, the xbox store you'll see it in the add-ons um, but that bundle blooming brigand b-r-i-g-a-n-d in case you need to search for it sometimes you do uh, that is available it's uh i haven't taken a look at this but i'm gonna guess that it's probably about 16 bucks because it's typically what they are uh let's take a look for me in the United States, with my Game Pass discount, I can get it for $15.30. Uh, typically, it is $17, so at least in the United States. So uh, currencies are going to vary based on where you live and whatever the trading rate is for currencies. Um, but if you want this, it's going to contain the Spring Blossom Weapon Bundle, the Fishing Rod, and the Spring Blossom Figurehead and sales as well as 550 ancient coins to spend in the pirate emporium as well as the free bonus of the 25,000 gold which is that's pretty good nowadays not gonna lie 25,000 considering the uh reaper's chest is 10,000 is it the chest god i hate i hate that i always mix those up uh and doubloons the doubloons if you can find the doubloons during the hoarder's hunt those are only uh those are roughly like 10 to 15 depending on who you talk to um and then, yeah, so I mean, 25,000 is pretty good. And for 17 bucks, you're getting a figurehead and sales, which those are usually pretty expensive in the Emporium, but you're also getting a weapon bundle and a fishing rod on top of that. So a pretty good deal. I'm not going to lie. The the bundles typically, they do a good job on that. I I, I usually buy the bundles because I like the ancient coins. It's five $5.50 off the cost of the actual bundle right there. So you're really only paying, if you're getting it with Game Pass and you're in America, you're really only spending about 10 bucks for a figurehead weapons a fishing rod and 25 grand which is a pretty pretty easy buy in my opinion just saying uh so that was it as far as the emporium stuff 
Good stuff. I like it. I'm very happy about that. Um, the thing that I will say is uh, we got some new cosmetics. If you've noticed over the, the last couple updates, we've been getting some of the uh, different trade companies. We've got the Gold Hoarder and then it was the Order of Souls. We now have the Merchant Alliance cosmetics available in the shops at Outposts, available for gold, obviously a much hiked up price. This is the gold sink that they're doing. I bought the shirt because the shirt has stripies on its waistcoat and uh, it's an open button shirt with a nice little kerchief. Um, the stripy waistcoat goes really well with this season's pants uh, of the privateer. And uh, now I've got stripy clothes. I've got stripy clothes from head to, head to toe and I love it. It's fantastic. Um, really, really recommend you guys go take a look at the Merchant Alliance stuff, especially if you like the traditional piratey pirate stuff. Uh, looks great, very expensive. So make sure that if you uh, need gold, you go get gold. Um, wait for those community days where you can really, really, really rack up some gold. Um, and then so there's been some improvements to uh, the the way that battles for Sea of Thieves happen. So uh, the Hourglass battles um, or the battle for the Sea of Thieves, which is Again, it's a it's a choice. Uh, there's been some improvements that have come to those. So supplying re or supply restocking after a lost battle. So if you lose a battle and you go to an outpost and say you've purchased supplies like the captain supplies or the merchant supplies, um, those are on an in-game timer. Uh, and, and you typically can't do it more than once an in-game day. Um, which is, is fair because you don't want to just be like being able to it's a, a way to kind of prevent people from overstocking uh their ships so that they really have like th they have a, a an advantage on a fresh spawn uh, or another fresh spawn or as a fresh spawn i guess would be a better way to put it uh by being able to to win games of attrition by not having to actually go out and get supplies beyond what you can just purchase the one time um so that restriction has always been in place Everyone's been fine with it. Everyone was cheating it for a while, but they took that cheat out. Uh, you can no longer buy it all at the same time by coordinating uh, multiple people buying it at once on a captain ship, um, which again, it, it is, it, you know, it's a way to stock up your ship quickly, um, but it does kind of, it does kind of cheat because you're effectively getting four times what a single person would be able to get on a sloop. So it doesn't surprise me that they patched it out. But to, to get to the point of the, the update here, um, crews that are defeated uh, during a hourglass are now able to purchase captain supplies or merchant supplies uh, upon arrival at an outpost, even if one in-game day has yet to pass, allowing them to stock up and get back into the hourglass. Because this was kind of a, I don't know if y'all have uh, uh, experienced this, but I will say that for the most part, if you are out and about and um, you uh, sink or you, you spawn into an island uh, or spawn into an outpost, um, you've, you've got a, like a 50-50 shot that those barrels are, are bare bones and there's not a whole lot of, you might find a couple of worms, you might find some, some bananas, but they're usually picked clean. Uh, so you tend to have to rely on purchasing captain supplies and uh, merchant supplies, which isn't too bad because it's, you know, you're just trying to buffer a little bit more before you get out there and do some stuff and, and get some uh, supplies. It's not too bad. Um, but the, the, the thing here is that when you're going into a, a hourglass battle, hourglass battles typically could be shorter than 
24 minutes, which is an in-game day, right? So if you lose really quickly after just buying all of those supplies, say like you buy them all, you go out, you get your first match, you've got a really high ELO or MMR rating, and you get sunk by a really good crew, it was valid, and it's, it only took 15 minutes for them to sink you, well, now you've got like 19 or uh, 14 more minutes before, or no, less than that, actually. Um, 15 to 10, 29 minutes. You got nine minutes to sit around before you can uh, feasibly repurchase any more supplies, which is bummer. You know, you want to get back in there. You want to get back in and try and get start getting that streak up. So this eliminates that. And they've been able to restrict it to just when you uh, are defeated in about an, in an hourglass match and you go to the outpost and you're only available to purchase it. So you, you would you would basically be kicked out to a new server. So it wouldn't even be something where you could use it as retribution to go after the same crew that you had been in. Uh, additionally, um, battles that are within a storm. So crews diving beneath the waves to battle rival ships will no longer find themselves battling in storm conditions. This is huge. Uh, I'm really glad that they addressed this. Um, I have only run into it a couple times, obviously, because I don't, I don't do too many hourglass battles. I did a few this weekend um, to some success, which was nice. But for all intents and purposes, uh, when you spawn into a storm and you're, say, a solo slooper, your first instinct is to um, turn the wheel, you know, port or starboard, depending on which way you, you feel like is the best way to approach it, uh, and then raise your sails to try and, you know, cut harder into one direction or the other. And a storm really messes that up. Um, it messes it up when you're trying to do anything uh, when it comes to a battle. And the idea of the battles is to have as much of an even footing between you and and the crew that you're coming up against to make sure that you you have that uh, that that ability to have enough uh chance as they do to win the battle now obviously you know supplies uh curse cannonballs you know blunder bombs latency all that stuff all kind of factors in regardless um but they're trying to use the hours uh the hourglass fights as a way to supplant arena because um, they want people to be able to have on-demand PvP. And the best way to do that is to make sure that it's supported in Adventure, where they can address all the major concerns that they have with stuff. Um, but they need to make it as even as possible, as fair as possible, because that's the whole point of having competition, is you have two parties that are competing on as much of a, a, a fair basis as possible. You set the rules, and you tell those people what the rules are, and they agree to them, and they commence in the competition. Um, which kind of brings us into the next story. So let me take a break. We'll come right back and we'll jump into the updates itself. And we're back. Did you miss me? Ah, it's okay. You didn't have to. All right. So jumping back into the rest of the patch notes. So updates, report a player. This is kind of a cool one. Um, we'll see how people feel about it. Hopefully people will get an opportunity to never have to use it because, Ideally, you wouldn't need to have a report feature if everyone was being chill, uh, but people tend to not be chill. So now if you go into the settings menu, players now have access to report a not chill player. 
options allowing them to directly report another player who's not chilled to the CFE support team for possible moderation and action. This reporting tool allows players to be reported for inappropriate game tags, ship names, and pet names. Uh, once the report has been completed, players will be shown a list of players who have been in the vicinity of the in uh, or, or in the vicinity of them in the last few hours to enable the report to be targeted to a at a specific player uh, who's not being chill. So this is kind of a nice way to say like, hey, I saw something. I don't have time to go to the website, pull up a ticket. This is an easy way to quickly uh, report someone for inappropriate game tags, ship names, pet names. And you know what, if you're not sure, um, let the moderation team decide because the moderation team is going to be the one that kind of says yes or nay on this. Um, it would be nice if there were a little more defined guidelines on this because there, there's certain words that I would say personally are uh, very piratey or very piratey in nature um, and are not something that I would see outside of a PG-13 film. Um, granted, there's, a, you know, the restrictions on PG films have definitely, definitely loosened up a lot, um, in, in my opinion, from what I would expect. Uh, but then again, I go back to like the 1980s PG films and they're they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff in there. So um, there, there's definitely stuff that I would say like, Mm, I, if I had a kid, I probably wouldn't want my kid to be reading that. So I will say like some words, like we need to kind of, you know, bring those in and say like, okay, you know what? I think a grog or bartender, probably those are fine. You know, we drink grog in the game. I don't see like why things like drunk or uh, grog or I, I think grog is one of them, uh, but like bartender and uh, drunk, I think are like two that I don't understand in a game where we have access to uh, grog, right? doesn't make sense. Everything else, I'll totally, I'll totally, you know, take it into consideration and be like, okay, yeah, the prob probably those ones. Yeah, we can implied stuff. Yeah, let's, let's kind of, let's kind of tone it down. You know, you don't got to be that childish. Um, or maybe you do, but if you do, you know, you're putting yourself at risk. Um, so aside from that, uh, they have fixed issues and I'll kind of talk about the Twitch drops, but there's some Twitch drops coming, but there's some fixed issues. So let's talk about gameplay, right? Pirates swimming to a ship in choppy waters are no longer able to use a ship's cannon, harpoon, or map table to board directly from the water. This is the, this is, here's the warning for, for people that are, that are going to get dramatic about this. Um, and, and be very, very vocal about this. Uh, my stance is these are not intended. Um, it was never intended for a, a ship's cannon to be a, a way for someone to get onto a ship. Um, when you are a galleon and you're sailing around and you come down on a sloop and the sloop has two people and they're guarding the two ladders available on a ship, they should feel comfortable knowing that those two points of access are the only two points of access for their ship unless you shoot yourself in a cannon and you nail that deck shot because that's actually, you know, that's actually something that you can do. That's a very viable way to do it. We don't have a glider. You can't glide in, you know. You don't have a you don't have an airship. You can't drop in other than a cannon. And if you do, kudos because that's a heck of a shot. Um, but when it comes to harpoons, ship cannons, map tables, uh, that's just no. That's you know what what you're abusing is the the area of access that a harpoon has to be able to interact with that. And because of the the size of the ship 
and the way the buoyancy works in the water, you can be up higher than you should be intended to be able to grab those. And if you can interact with them, then you immediately grab the harpoon and you just disengage and you can be on their ship. That to me is an exploit. And I've always kind of felt that way. I've never really liked that type of thing in game because it goes back to the idea of there's two ladders on the boat if there's two ladders on the boat two people should guard those and if two people are guarding those you should be good you know you can, there's ways to get a you know, there's ways to get onto the onto the deck you know you can bait out a shot um there's some there's some sneaky stuff that people are still able to do to be able to get past uh the blundy at the top of a ladder but those are choices, you know, and you have tools around it. You can have fire bombs, you can have blunder bombs. Uh, you can try and snipe the person in the water or, you know, uh, on uh, at the top of the ladder. There's ways that you can try and uh, distract people from being able to. And I think this was a great comment that was made uh, privately between friends. Um, but I think I'll share it here. The best time to board a ship is when you know you've killed at least one person. Because at least even on a sloop with two people, if you know that you've been able to beam one person on the on the uh, cannon, then is the perfect time to shoot over and try and get the board because they're going to be triaging the situation. They're either going to leave their friend to die and they'll come back on the ferry in, you know, 15 seconds and they can only guard one ladder. So you have an opportunity there. Um, but to be able to use the ship's cannon, the harpoon or the map table to board directly from the water that's just not that's just not something I agree with. And, and I'm not going to say like anyone that has done it in the past is a bad human being because they're just using what they can. Um, and until the devs say that it's not something that you can use, then people are going to do it. Um, it's kind of like uh, double gunning in this sense. Um, and the double gunning is still an issue. Like there's still the ability to sprint cancel, uh, sprint swap uh, animation cancel into a quick shot. And honestly, it sucks, um, especially someone who likes to play on my Xbox. Uh, I can't do that with my guns on a controller. I just can't. I, I can kind of do it on mouse and keyboard, but it's not something I want to practice. It's not something that I, I, you know, if I have to do that, if I have to go that far to shoot someone milliseconds faster than the other person has to shoot me, then I really need to figure out how to how to fight better. Like that's not fighting better in my mind. And you guys can hate me on that if you want. I don't care. I'm not going to you're not going to ruin my day by hating on me for feeling like the 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 uh, the exploit of double gun is still something that is is an issue in the game that I don't like because I've never liked it. And if you're listening to this and you thought, oh, I bet Logan loves double guns. I like double guns when it comes to using double guns naturally. I don't like double guns when you're swapping guns to the point where you're able to get shots in quicker than another person who's just naturally reloading and swapping and having the ready cycle. Like there's a reason why that ready animation was built into the double gun. So you're not going to get any sympathy from me and I don't care if you if you hate me for it. Uh, but I'm glad that it feels like the devs are shoring up a lot of the questionable um, actions that that people have been using for a while and they've just never addressed. They've never like said like, hey, this is something that is going to get addressed. But I've definitely noticed that ever since uh, Battle for Sea of Thieves with season eight, with uh, them like actively saying like, hey, reapers uh, or people running into the red sea to ditch their loot is not allowed they're they're obviously pushing it to to win for or they're they're pushing it as a win for the person who is 
spending the time to chase after someone who they think has loot. Um, I personally, I'll, I'll tell you a little story right now, actually. Uh, so Captain's Log, uh, Captain Logan went on a sale today and I did uh, Order of Souls and I was playing for a couple hours um, and I got, you know, I got to emissary grade five solo, uh, just did a, a few voyages, bunch working on order of souls voyages mostly. Um, but I got my completions down and I was just kind of sailing around, enjoying the atmosphere, you know, picking up loot, picking up supplies, things like that. Um, and I went, went over to uh, castaway Isle where I had a heck of a time because there were phantoms and then ocean crawlers and then captains galore and they were of course goldies uh with pistols um and i'm not making that up i wish i was uh it was murder uh lots of lots of murder and um it took me longer to kind of work on that so by the time i got the last skull down uh, i happened to notice that there was a brig that was sailing over from the direction of uh, old boot fort um or not old boot fort what's it called fort of the damned and uh so i figured you know like okay maybe they might be reaper they got a they got a flag up i can't see what it is i'm on the i'm on the island sorting the loot to get ready to harpoon so i hop over i look at the table it's not a reaper so i'm like 50 mm, 50 chance here could be aggressive could not be aggressive do i want to risk it i've got a ton i've got three three of my emissary quest voyages on board uh with one to go that i just i, I wasn't going to bother with and i was like I'm going to, I'm going to play it safe here. I'm going to scoop up what I can, uh, flip around, head the other direction and start going into the wind. And, uh, I did. And, and I started to gain some distance on them. You know, thankfully, you know, sails into the wind on a sloop is still faster than a brig. Um, and I started to do exactly what I knew I needed to do. I had a grade five order of souls. I was going to lose that. I had a rowboat. So I started to stuff everything I could, uh, storage crates and all into the rowboat. And I tell you what, as soon as I passed Rum Runners Island, and as soon as I passed those rocks that uh, were in part of the, the, the voyage for the last um, uh, between Hidden Springs Keep and uh, Lonely Isle, I dropped it. I dropped a rowboat and I, and I rowed all the way down to Port Merrick, all the way down to Port Merrick over to the, uh, the, the Sovereign Tent. And I got everything except for two chest loads of skulls turned in uh, before something happened to my ship and I lost my emissary. I don't know if they got it. I don't know if I hit a rock. I don't know if it sailed into the Red Sea, um, but I wasn't going to let them have my loot because it was very apparent. Um, and they chased my ship legit. Like they just, they kept going after my ship um, and they didn't even get deterred by the uh, the sloop that was like sail up, parked at a, at a, 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 a shipwreck <laughs> that my ship like sailed past, but I ghosted my ship I used the rowboat. I got my stuff turned in. I didn't get the full emissary value for all of it, but you know what? Six skulls wasn't going to make a difference. I didn't even need the emissary value, so it wasn't even really that. It was a little bit of lost gold on that. But at the end of the day, considering how much loot I had turned in from the rowboat, I was 100% okay letting my ship go. And you know what? If it went into the Red Sea and all they got was an empty storage crate and a flag and a book, then and in whatever little supplies that I had in the uh, the barrels that I, I forgot about, a lot of fireworks. They got a lot of fireworks out of that chase that probably took them like 15 minutes to finally get my boat. But I'll tell you what, Rare said, if you're going to run to the sea, if you're going to run run into the red, they're going to get all your loot. So I said, okay, you know what? I will never do that again. I will now take the rowboat play. I will do whatever I can to bait them away from the actual loot because I win by turning in the loot. They win by getting my flag. 
It's a win-win for both of us. I just get the, I just get what I want out of it. So I set my own terms and this is kind of a, a, a thing going back into the patch notes here. Rare is setting the terms. They are saying like, Hey, these are the rules. Uh, they say tools, not rules, but these are the rules. Like we don't want you exploiting these things. Like, yes, it's a tool. Yes, you, you, you could do that before. We found that it's not fair enough for people on smaller crew sizes to be able to handle as a result in the fairness of, of trying to make give everyone the opportunity to to succeed. Um, we're not going to allow you to abuse the the interaction, the, the game functionalities of these items um, in a way that is counteractive or counterintuitive to being able to use them like you wouldn't. You wouldn't use a cannon to get aboard a ship. You shouldn't be using a cannon unless you're actually shooting yourself onto a cannon. You wouldn't use a harpoon to get onto a ship unless you're actually getting harpooned by someone with the harpoon. So it shouldn't make sense that those are interaction points that are available for people to be able to get onto a boat without the other person knowing. That's just my personal opinion on it. Um, and that's actually, it coincides with how they feel. I'm a very by the book person when it comes to games. If it's got rules, I like to stick by the rules. I don't like to break rules too often. Even though it's a pirate game, I like to steal. Uh, I like to dig up treasure. I like to go around and and play pirate. But in the fairness of of you know someone, if they sink me, they sink me. If they didn't do it by uh, any kind of like hacks or or you know exploits things like that, then good on them. They earned it. Um, getting back to gameplay after that rant, it was a really long rant. I'm looking at the bar now and audition as a long rant uh pirates striking an enemy threat with a harpoon will once again deal a small amount of damage um that's kind of nice because that was a weird thing as a result of of some changes that they made where the harpoons were automatically picking up treasure um you used to be able to kill stuff with harpoons and uh it, it would take a while you know you'd ha you have to hit something with a lot of uh a lot of harpoon hits but you can now do that again so if you want to kill snakes on the island with your harpoon go for it uh cannonballs are better but you know harpoons available again on discovering a shipwreck graveyard during the legend of the veil voyage players who previously opened the captain's quarters will still be able to access that area even after server migration Kind of a nice fix, um, especially when you haven't picked all that stuff out and you maybe go up to your uh, ship because you're dealing with, you know, whatever sharks. You got mer merfolk coming at sirens coming after you. You got to go back up under your boat. You get merged once you get back on. You go back down and the captain's cabin is locked. Ugh, that sucks. So that hopefully is fixed. If it's not, please, please let Rare know so they can address it. Keep an eye on that stuff. There's a lot of data that they don't get to scrub through for that kind of thing. Uh, during a ghost fleet encounter, crews at a distance from the battle will no longer find the ships disappear while attempting to move to the crew's position. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but it, I've seen it happen. I'm glad that they fixed it. Uh, moving on, players are now able to complete the ocean epicurial Curian? epicurean trial when fulfilling the required criteria take for that what you will i do not understand it i am not familiar with it and i haven't the time to research it but i can tell you right now i'm glad you can complete it um so i actually don't know what this is i think i think it's one of those things it's either tied to um it's either tied to uh uh what is it called hourglass things or something i've already done probably uh, players attempting to sell a trident of dark tides or the bubble sticks while aiming it will no longer be prevented from aiming other weapons once sold what are y'all doing <laughs> what a weird bug um, but i'm glad that's fixed 
moving into um battle for the sea of thieves specific stuff beyond just the the obvious things that i talked about earlier voting on the hourglass of fate uh will now clear the captain's table of any placed tall tale checkpoints which is kind of nice you know people were trying to exploit that stuff uh players will no longer see a quest received notification when diving below the waves looking for an opponent okay I didn't realize that was a thing. Uh, solo players forcibly disconnecting from a session while traveling beneath the waves will now find their battle canceled and arrive at a random locate or random island back at sea. I'm not sure why they would be doing this, but it sounds kind of exploity. And if that was the case, cool. I'm glad they shorted up. Uh, the wind streak UI it now appears consistently even if the player is forced closing the game and rejoins the session um i could see some of these things happen where folks are just getting they're getting locked up there's a bug whatever you got to force close you rejoin and now the the streak ui doesn't appear that would be frustrating uh when diving beneath the waves players will no longer see strange light blue underwater visual effects in the distance prior to fading to black while we're on the topic of this, what the heck is the red thing that appears in the top left corner whenever I look in the sky? What is that? I don't know what that is. It's a weird visual glitch. I was getting ghosting today earlier when I was spyglassing down, you know, panning left and left and right. It was really weird. Uh, but whatever that red thing is, I hope it gets addressed the way the, the, the blue underwater visual effects in the distance uh, before fading to black appear has been. Captains of Adventure captain's logbook placed inside a collector's chest no longer loses its cover customization a small thing but a nice bug fix uh, the taker of stolen stock commendation now progresses when commodities are sold to sovereigns that's good i never run into anyone running these things and i still need those <laughs> i feel like i feel like i missed out when everyone was grinding those Improvements have been made to the captain's logbook to avoid instances where the text and image inside the logbook overlap and intersect with each other. It's kind of nice because uh, there's there's been a couple of weird um, weird things with the books lately. Uh, Pirate Emporium pirates uh, no players players not pirates maybe both but in this case it's players will now travel in the intended direction when fired from a brigantine cannon with the sawbones cannons equipped which if you don't know each a lot of the the cosmetics really do mess with some of the stuff that inter, that you interact with on a regular basis i don't know why uh the sawbones jacket and belt will now appear ghostly when equipping the blessing of athena's curse which is nice it'd be a weird thing that it didn't the iconography for the sawbones collector's sales now matches the equipped sales which is nice because usually sometimes you run into those weird bugs uh, the sawbone trinket is now centered correctly and lit from above when placed on a ship the sawbones collector's figurehead when equipped on the sloop will no longer display liquid through the vile corks and will swing more noticeably very nice um players can no longer get stuck when traversing the dry dock area at port, port merrick which is nice players will no longer be able to see the water line when jumping at either the end of the dry dock at port merrick uh, the lanterns present at the back of the order of souls building at port merrick are now lit players can no longer intersect with the environment within the sea fort basements what are y'all doing Items can no longer become lost if placed on the table in the Merchant Alliance area at Port Merrick. Thank God. 
Characters at Port Merrick will now be seen when approaching from a distance and will no longer pop into view. Um, there's still some pop in, by the way, for the actual loading of Port Merrick. Uh, I was sailing towards it tonight in the or, sailing's a strong word. I was rowing my heart out. Uh, and as I was rowing in there, um, I definitely noticed some pop in. I know, I know, yeah. I, was, I take that back. I was sailing because I, I was, I hit up uh, Port Merrick twice. Um, once when I finished grade five and I picked up the emissary and then one when I was rowing my heart out. But the first time when I was sailing in, that's when I noticed the pop in with a lot of the bricks and the the uh, the banners and stuff, especially over by the order or the, the gold hoarder stuff. So yeah, this is Series X, you know, streaming, streaming stuff on Unreal, not the greatest. But um, if you don't believe me, uh, go play Redfall. Um, the cannon at the southeast of Port Merrick now launches pirates in the correct direction. Hopefully the one that they want. <laughs> the user interface and icon will now appear next to a pirate's name, indicating they are carrying treasure after picking up a stronghold key. Interesting. Um, there's some different things as far as the visual and audio stuff. Um, I don't think that any of it is really... doesn't look like anything's too major. Player bodies will no longer become invisible when equipping the Order of Souls shirt and an open jacket. Fantastic. Uh, when holding a pet underwater, uh, air bubbles will now appear from the animal's mouth. Um, there's a small little developer note in here. Uh, they call you a monster for doing this. Uh, I have to agree. Uh, at Galleon's Grave Outpost, the coastline audio is now heard at the correct volume. Um, I think that's about it. Again, known issues, reduce, reduced server performance when there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the ranged and uh, melee weapon hit detection is still something they are working on. No update on the uh, the hit scan stuff. I haven't heard anything officially about the uh, hit scan development, how that's going. It's been a year now since the uh, the May podcast when they came out to talk about how they're spinning up a team, a separate team to work and develop on that. Um, I would imagine we should be getting an update on that, but uh, anyone at Rare that happens to be listening to this, if, if y'all could ping uh, Mr. Neat, um, he's a neat little guy. Uh, if you could meet, meet up with him, meet with neat and, uh, that should be a God. Why isn't that a, why isn't that a weekly thing? CM team, what is going on? Why isn't there a meet with neat, uh, every, every like other week or something to get an update on stuff. Like we can have, we don't, we don't necessarily need like the weekly, uh, videos anymore. Um, and I, I get that you guys have got the tavern tavern, uh, talk with, um, with the podcast and stuff, but can we get like a meet with neat? Is that, is that a thing that we could do? Can we get the meet with neat? <laughs> oh, I'm stupid. I should stop. Uh, performance and stability updates. Improve st server stability to reduce instances where players are disconnected from their session. Thank you. The sunken pearl. Improve server server stability when migrating during the tall tales. Um, I think people use that one the most when when server hopping but you don't you don't have to server hop that much anymore that's another thing too i have not noticed uh level five reapers um hopping servers anymore ever since hourglass battles i i will say hourglass battles um made the servers like completely empty everyone was working on those uh ever since season nine everyone's kind of back on servers i have not really run into too many level five reapers um, bouncing from server to server, server to server. So that's actually been a huge improvement, I think, to the life of the game. Um, I think a lot of people are sticking to one server most of the time. I've seen a couple 
sus ships come over during like a foff and be like, oh, that's interesting. You're uh, you just happen to come in now. Like, you know, it seems interesting that you're just now interested. You didn't come any sooner. You didn't come any later, but you never know with those kind of things. So it's hard to really like judge and see like, oh, I bet you're sorry. You could have been anything. Who knows? Uh, so just kind of cool that that's not happening anymore. Seems like a lot of people are kind of sated with the hourglass fights, which is cool. I'm glad to see that that they're getting served because that's usually what it means to me is is if you don't see that kind of thing happening, chances are um, people are playing through servers naturally and they're kind of going through, you know, you log in, you play for a while, you log out and you're done. You're not really hopping servers to look for hot stuff. Um, Although I do know folks are still kind of hopping around to try and find those foffs. That is still kind of a a big thing for a lot of folks, which I think that'll die down soon, but we'll have to see kind of like where content updates run in and see like, you know, what are we going to be working on um, in the future to kind of know like, you know, what, what's going to drive the the mentality of the common, the common pirate and uh, what they plan to do for most evenings and stuff like that. But overall, that's the patch notes. I think they've done a great job with this. I love that they're addressing uh, exploits. Um, if that's what you want to call them, since they're getting fixed, you can, you can label them an exploit. Um, again, report, uh, a player for gamer tag ship name, or, um, gosh, what was the other thing? I already forgot reporting a player for, it was gamer tag ship name, pet names. That's what it was reporting for pet names as well, too. That's all built into the game. Now you don't have to go to the website to be able to do that. Let us take a break and I'll get back into this with uh, the last or this last week's hoarder uh, hunt. Uh, I'll try and keep it short up and uh, we'll get into the actual codes. So if you're catching up for the first two weeks, you'll have the codes for that. All right. So let's get into the hoarders hunt. Um, Man, this one was a little bit tougher. Not going to lie. It was a little bit tougher um this one was uh it was the feathered fiend i think or the feathered friend um no what was it called it was uh oh gosh i can't remember anyway it was a feathered kind of thing basically kicking up from that and uh it kicked off with um a message obviously we got another letter the letter says uh before i sinned i'd sit in the tavern and singing shant and sing shanties I'd eat bananas and watch the gulls float above the breeze. Then things changed. The hoarder's pet macaw became, which is a type of parrot, uh, became my vengeful bane. Ever since, fears driven me to spy these beasts through window pane. They're scratching claws. They're pecking beaks. I cannot stand these birds. But understand that secrets lie within their chosen words. Wise it may be to spy through glass, to view a parrot's perch, and listen out for clues that may help that may well help you on your search. So that was a letter from H that we got for the second week. Um, and then shortly after this went live, we actually got a video. Uh, the video is from H, and it is uh, it was streamed live, um, and it was effectively about sixteen to eighteen minutes. And uh, most of it was of uh, macaws, different parrots. Uh, they were in the tavern and uh, they were just kind of saying words, pir- uh, parrot noises and stuff. And they were just kind of um, hanging out. Uh, they had obviously like hired a, a, a professional who owns a couple of macaws who have certain words 
um, trained or had been trained. It'd be very curious to see if these words were trained to them. Um, and the intent was, is we were supposed to watch the video. Uh, so we watched the video. And then when the live stream went down, uh, everyone started to rip the video off of YouTube. Uh, and then we proceeded. We jumped into it headfirst. We started listening to the audio. We started to write down all the words because based on the video or based on the actual, um, what's it called? The, the message, we knew that we had to kind of listen to the words because the whole video was nothing but them talking. So the idea there was we had to write down what words they were saying. And they were saying a bunch of words. And the trouble with this was is that there was no captions. So right off the bat, everything was coming down to agreed words. And there were certain words that were definitely agreed upon, but there were definitely a lot of words that we heard that we did assume was going to be um, uh, of, of in importance, right? Of import. Um, so as we watch this video, there's at one point where uh, one of the parrots, um, this was a green, uh, yellow-bellied macaw, I believe, uh, was kind of pecking away at a banana. And it was really, really short, but you could catch it. Um, there's on the side of the banana was a, a pig pen cipher um, where there was a code and it was written in 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 uh, or it was written in pig pen cipher by the little little marks and the little dots and stuff. And if you went and you translated it using the the standard uh, pig pen cipher, it said what three words, which I honestly just attributed to whatever three words the parrots were saying. Um, but I, I smarter smarter pirates prevailed, and I found out that what three words is actually a very popular website for a lot of you. UK users. Um, it's not something I think any American ever uses. I don't think any of us ever knew about it, but turns out it's a website. Um, if you want to go to it to play around, it's it's connected up to uh, Google uh, Maps. And what3words.com effectively allows you to visit a location, a three by three meter, which is um, a three, by, three by three meter square, which is coded as three different words in the uh, dictionary. I don't think, I think it's like the um, Cambridge Dictionary. I, I, I don't know the history of like how this got set up, but effectively uh, we, we then went there and saw like, okay, there's a location and each location is separated by three words and uh, it has two dots in between them. So like um, cow, pig, chicken, and it would be like HTTPS colon forward slash W3W.co forward slash cow dot chicken dot pig and that would take you to a location and on that location uh, you could do like a street view and you could see like stuff in in the area right so the trouble came down to um i was working with the aiu and uh or the uh the the ancient isles university discord um the merfolks lullaby discord was going hot on it too as well as the uh the the general sea thieves discord as well as streamers so everyone was kind of working on on this and i came up with a list of 27 words uh and one of the troubles was is that we found out that what three words allows you to put the same word in three times so you had to account for the fact that three words could be used at the same time and when you take all the possible combinations of the 27 words that I came up with, uh, I think it equaled out to about 40,000 words because some words were not uh, that were in the, the actual pirate or the, uh, the actual parrot video were not words that were used in what three words. So the word skull 
or murder. Those words are not used to uh, attach to any kind of location um, in, in, in any combination. So we knew that some words weren't going to work, but we knew that a lot were a lot of the words were actually going to work. Um, and I posted about this uh, about a day later because uh, Novak in the Ancient Isles Discord was was kind enough to go onto Google Sheets and actually uh, built up after I had been working on this for a while. Um, and in a short amount of time, I uh, built up all 40,000 possible combinations of the, the URLs that you would need. And that that's when it kind of that's when it kind of hit me that it was going to take an entire community to have to try and brute force this because based on the video we really didn't have any indication there was a lot of speculation there was a lot of different people thinking like okay it's got to be something tied to this or it's got to be something tied to that and in truth it really wasn't it, it really wasn't tied to any any particular thing um which which really does kind of hurt because it feels like we didn't have the right information to be able to push us in the right direction. So I posted about this on Twitter, and I don't want to say that I'm the one that caused this, but it, it seemed very evident that the community in general um, was very uncertain, uh, both on the words that we were hearing and what words were important. So shortly after um, I had posted about the 40,000 uh, words, uh, not too long after that, we we got a an actual transcription from Rare. They posted a tweet that said that the transcript for the video had been uploaded, and I and I think I want to think that they that they known that this was kind of going to happen, so they had it kind of on standby as a kind of a, um, a backup plan. I don't know what you'd call it, but they 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 kind of anticipated this might be an issue. So. Um, so shortly after the 40,000 uh, possible combinations and the brute force attempt that had to happen with the community, uh, we got a transcription uh, and the transcription narrowed the list down, cut out a lot of the words that we thought were actual words. A lot of them were actual words, but just because of the, the transcription, we knew to ignore them. Um, so we got the list down to, I think, like 12 words, um, which is a, a significantly lo lower amount of, of possible combinations um, when you, when you have to go through and brute force this. And what I mean by brute force, if you're not too familiar, it means pushing every possible combination into a lock to eventually come across the combination that the lock is to be able to get through it when you don't know the actual combination. So if, if it's a four digit combination, then you have nine numbers, then you have a certain number of possible brute force attempts before you will just break through whatever the actual combination is without knowing the combination. So knowing that we had 12 words for sure and a possible combination of three between those 12, we came up with about 5,000 different combinations, which again uh, was something that I said, okay, cool. We got the, uh, we, we have the list. We just need everyone to start clicking on links and looking for something that indicates what we're supposed to look at. Because to be perfectly honest, we had no idea what we were looking for, but we knew once we saw it, we would probably know, we know that it would be there. So whatever it had to be, we knew that it probably had to be through what three words, it had to be using the words that were from the video. And I had kind of assumed that because of the line, why is it may be to spy through glass to, to view a parrot's perch? To me meant we had to be looking for something tied to a parrot's perch well parrots perch on pirate shoulders they perch on uh, crow's nests they perch on you know little wood things things like that and to spy through glass i think is the the literal uh, phrasing of it a spy glass like the little icon that is the search 
function on most websites, right? So knowing that eventually, um, not by myself, but by someone in, in, in the community, uh, managed to find the right three combinations of words. I, and, and it really did come down to just trying every possible combination. Uh, so finally, someone stumbled upon goat, uh, or no, it was like turkey goat lives, and uh, or lives, lives. And uh, that combination is what took us to um, Cuddy uh, Ship, which is, I believe, the ship that was actually filmed at for the uh what's it called uh the the um one or the the uh, pirate the sea of thieves documentary i can't remember the uh, pirate's life or no it's like a voyage i can't remember now why i hate my i hate my anyway takes you to cuddy sark which is the ship that they filmed at um which means that they at the time of recording they set up what was a, a little placard a little billboard placard with another uh cipher on it another pig pen cipher and a, a fake parrot sitting on top of it. <laughs> they also cheekily put in a turkey and a and a goat uh, figures, little little um, like little plastic goat and turkey figures in the rest of the uh, 360 image, which is really funny. But when you decipher the code that's on the 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 doubloon image on that Google view, you get taken to another website, another OneDrive. And it was another bit.ly link. And the, the bit.ly link uh, was like SOT feather or something. And in that bit.ly link, uh, in that OneDrive, it was another message from H. And it was another parchment. And this parchment was uncipherable from my perspective. I immediately looked at it and I thought, that is a whole nother language. It is gibberish. I have no idea how we're supposed to break this down. So Personal Coffee and I sat there uh, while we were trying to work this out. And it all kind of happened pretty quickly on Saturday. Um, and we started to break down the possible unique instances of chicken scratches, literal chicken scratches. I kid you not. It's a combination of little chicken's feet um, put together for different uh, characters, right? And we got all the way to the point where we realized that there were more than 26 characters, which is a method of deciphering text when you don't have a key to, to tell you what letters are, are what um called frequency cipher i believe is what it's called and the idea is is you look for the the symbols that are the most used and whatever the highest most used symbol is then going to be associated in the in the english language with the most used letter in in this case it would be e um, so if you've ever watched uh, Wheel of Fortune, you know that they use like at the very end of Wheel of Fortune, which is a weird thing to be like, hey, you guys should know what Wheel of Fortune is. Uh, but R-S-T-L-N-E are the most common given letters and vowel that the contestant on the final job or the final uh, Wheel of Fortune puzzle gets. They just get that like they just know, hey, these are the most common R-S-T-L-N-E. Those are the ones that we're going to give to you. You then get to choose uh, like three consonants and a vowel. Um, and then they have to try and figure out what the actual, uh, phrase is or whatever the, whatever the final wheel of fortune is. Right. So personal coffee and I sat down and we went systematically through this and picked out every single one, uh, and, and assigned it to a letter. By the time we got this, someone had, um, had already kind of worked out like, it wasn't something that was based around like translating each symbol to a letter. It was instead a kind of um, 
Like they looked at the frequency of the the sets and they were able to pair it up with We Shall Sail Together, the lyrics to We Shall Sail. So it was a phonetic uh, description. So um, they were like, so if you know like the the general tune or the general lyrics for we shall sail together they were they were able to line up the words um with that and the words were were kind of like falling in line with it and at that point it was like i i can see i can see why they're going with that i can see like where they got where the logic is with that but there was there was literally it's no way for us to really know that that was for sure the thing um and it seemed like a real lucky guess so we were already kind of like eh, is this really what it is because if it is it is if it's not it's not but at the very bottom of this parchment there's a bolded version of uh this kind of of this kind of thing so if you break down the phonetics of the chicken scratch and you translate it using the lyrics to we shall sail together the very bottom text says like xbox wire and it takes you to the xbox wire uh link that was actually for the or it says xbox xbox wire marks the spot which took us to the most recent hoarder hunt xbox wire article it was a news article that they put out it was a it was a discussion about what was going on there and then after that, then it started going into all of the different things about the Xbox Wire article, like we're looking at it and we notice that there's images on it. Well, some of the images are flipped. Some of the images are alpha footage. Some of the images may not even be involved with it. But one of them was an alpha image of Sanctuary Outpost, like an early, early image, something that's been used in the past. And you can tell it's alpha because the buildings are completely moved from their normal current locations. They're floating above the air. There's not actually any kind of thing underneath of the the outpost buildings. Um, and there's a guy in a crow's nest looking at the outpost, right? And he's kind of you've got a compass there. And the interesting thing about it is that this is distinctly an alpha build of the game before it got released. And on there is a macaw on the crow's nest, something that did not exist at the time of that photo taken. It was something that was edited into it. So people started to, to analyze that photo. And when they analyzed the photo, they found that there was a, an X and that X was uh, up in the top corner. You can kind of see where Xbox wire marks the spot. So X marks the spot, Xbox has uh, an image from an alpha that has an eye uh, has a, a pet that was never in the alpha uh, that was posted on there. So they started to scour the the image, right? And they found this X and in one tiny little pixel, one tiny little pixel of this X, the hexadecimal code for the color of that pixel was two faced. And it was the letter it was it was the number two and then the word faced all together. That is the code for the second week. And once you do that, once you enter in that second code, you can go do the second voyage. I'm not gonna tell you how to do the second voyage. I think you should go do it yourself. Um, I had a good time with it. Mike and I actually, Xbox Mike 29 and I actually joined up uh, uh, yesterday night and we did it pretty, pretty late. And uh, whoever infidel is out there in the Xbox community, um, you said you were listening to this show. So here's your shout out. It was really nice to meet you in the seas. I really appreciate you guys being super chill and shooting some fireworks because I didn't have anything on my ship at the time. I was just doing the the riddle uh, or the the book. And um, I wanted you guys to know that I, I appreciate it because you shot over, you hopped on my ship. I tried to give you a couple chests that I found on the island. You declined. 
you took off, but it was really nice to meet you. So if you're out there, thank you. Uh, but the voyage is great. The voyage is fantastic. I actually had a really good time. It felt like a tall tale riddle. It really did. It felt like a really well done tall tale riddle. And I really like that because I miss the tall tales. And this is something that is only going to be going on for four weeks. So it's a bummer that folks are going to miss it because if y'all don't know, like we're at the end of the, the school season, the school year, you know, kids are getting out of school. Parents are going to want to go on vacation. They're going to want to take time off while they can. A lot of people going out and enjoying the weather and having a four week thing where the fourth week is going to unlock and if you're not going to be here you're going to miss out on that last voyage you may not get the uh the trinkets and stuff that lorena is offering so there's a, a gold hoarder trinket as well as a doubloon i don't know how you're supposed to get the doubloon but i'm assuming you get it when you complete all four weeks uh but for all intents and purposes it's it's uh it's it's out there and it's a good tall tale riddle I'll say that. And uh, I had a really good time doing it. Um, I look forward to next week's, but I have no clue what next week's is going to be. Um, whatever you do, don't go to bit.ly forward slash SOT plundered. Uh, Cause I can tell you right now that is a red herring. So it was good to see folks do it. Um, I'm glad that there was a lot of people who are invested in this again, personally, I don't need to win anything. Um, but I'm super glad to see folks working on it. It's been such uh, a blast having folks kind of bang their heads against the wall to try and figure out what these puzzles are because it's so satisfying to see everyone excited and sharing the news about, you know, oh, it's 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 so cool. Hey, they, we got it. We found out what it is. Let's go do the voyage. Let's go. Let's go. So it's been so much fun seeing that. Um, I'm really happy that everyone's been doing it. And hopefully you get some time if you're listening to this to go do it yourself. Um, before I forget, as we're wrapping up, uh, I mentioned that the code is two-faced, two or the, the number two and then face. That is the second code for the second week. The first one, if you missed out on this, is outcast and it's zero C, uh, or no, excuse me, outcast. I know how to spell outcast. Stop making fun of me. Uh, it's zero U T C four five t so again head over to the sea thieves website you'll see the banner it'll tell you hoarders hunt click on that agree to the terms and services that are required for you to participate in a competition where there are prizes remember that look at the first puzzle enter an outcast using the uh the elite speak for that head over to uh do do the voyage go do the voyage you can pick it up from lorena it's free have some fun it takes about an hour if you don't know where everything is and you want to work it out on your own um rare thief has some good guides out there by the way again uh and then go to the second puzzle enter in two-faced unlock the other voyage go do that you'll be caught up look forward to next week uh where we get the third week open up and we get the next message from uh from h which is uh i believe the plundered photo or the plundered picture uh, the picture of plunder or something and uh, we'll be we'll be playing a, a portrait of plunder i think maybe uh but we're going to be playing around with that and it's going to be fun i'm going to have a good time with it hopefully you guys are all enjoying this i am loving this mystery it has been such a good time it has been so unique it feels fun to to dive into uh what people have been doing I've been learning a ton about like code breaking and stuff like that. And I hope everyone is um, not getting too overwhelmed by this. Just take the code words if you're if you're not if you don't have enough time to keep up with all of it and just go enjoy the voyages. Uh, you get like 10,000 gold out of it. Um, plus, you get the uh, the title 
as well as you get access to hopefully getting the final item at the end of it from Lorena. So with that, uh, let's call that an episode, right? Let's call that an episode. Folks, if you enjoyed this content, thank you. I appreciate you listening to it. Um, thank you to, again, the uh, Gold Hoarders, uh, the patrons who are supporting this content. Um, if you happen to need anything, definitely reach out to the Sherpas and the Keelhauled Podcast Discord. Uh, they can help out with different things. I know that uh, Godhammer has been um, keeping up with this as well, too. And I know that they have been uh, trying to get folks um, through the voyages. So if you're if you're looking to get help with the voyages and get them done, uh, Godhammer6 over in the Discord has been helping folks out with that, which is fantastic. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, I haven't received any any noticeable. I don't think I've received any messages uh, in the email. I don't think I've seen any reviews come through. Um, I will definitely double check those though this week to make sure I didn't miss out on them. Um, like, subscribe, share the podcast, uh, put a review down, rate it if you, uh, whatever you can do to help promote or share this is always appreciated and it's always free. Uh, with that, Pirates, thank you. I love you. And I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.